This audio presentation of You Are God is broadcast to you courtesy of MindworthyInfo.com and is presented to you by yours truly, Rasheel Dixon. The purpose of You Are God is to break down the Bible and to show you that the Bible is nothing more than allegory and it isn't meant to be taken literally. But throughout the ages, men has been taking the Bible literally and by doing this, they have diminished the true mystical fact that lies within the Bible. You Are God is here to break down the Bible piece by piece and to show you that all the characters, places, and events are nothing more than different states of man's consciousness personified as characters, places, and events. Brothers and sisters, I thank you so much for joining me for another installment of You Are God. This is Rasheel Dixon. Please go on over to MindworthyInfo.com and subscribe. I have a weekly newsletter with great teachings enthralled and wrapped in it, and it's amazing. The feedback is amazing. MindworthyInfo.com, and I thank you for joining me for this quick snippet of You Are God. I thank you. These teachings are awakening and are illumining illuminating the mind of all who listens and those who are true seekers are getting this and they are loving it we're going to talk about life death and ancestors today um i'm sure you guys are aware of what's going on and aware of the world that we live in and aware that life death and it it goes on. There is no such thing as life without death. There's no such thing as death without life. For something to have died, it has to have once lived. It had to have once went through the process of birth, life, go through that stage, and then it eventually fades away until it no longer exists on this plane. But we must know that when something no longer exists on this plane, that doesn't mark the end of whatever it may for example, when you were first in your mother's stomach, that was the world that you knew. That was the world that you knew, and by you knowing that world, you were familiar with that world. That was the plane. That was what you were conscious of. You were conscious of being in your mother's stomach, and your consciousness was only something that was reflecting what you were conscious of. That's how comes a baby knows by their instinct that the umbilical cord connects them, and that's where they eat. That's where they get their food, their nutrients, everything. They're conscious of that. And then when you now come to this world and you leave your mother's womb, you are now in a state where you don't know what's going on. You are crying. You're filled with tears. You're looking around. This new world that you see is something new to you. You have died in that world that you knew before. The only world that you were conscious of, you have now died in it. And you come into this new world and everyone around you is all smiling and happy. Your mother, your father, your loved ones, relatives are happy that you're in this world. A newborn baby has come. They're happy. They're smiling. They're filled with joy. Although you come in this world crying, don't know what's going on. You came in this world in a violent way. You just come out. The doctor just ripped you out or whatever it may be how you were delivered. And you come in this world crying. You're sad because the world that you knew. For those nine months, you're not dead to it. So now man goes through life. And he goes through life developing his consciousness from now you're a baby. And from that stage, that infant stage, you're developing an attachment. You develop, you're developing an emotional attachment to the world around you and to those who you come across. That's how it comes when you're in a situation where a loved one passes away. It hurts you. 
because you're attached. You feel like you're not gonna, you're never gonna see them again in this physical form. So that hurts, and that's the natural human being perspective. And us being human beings, our feelings and emotions always come to play because when something is ripped from you, it hurts. It hurts to lose a loved one. It hurts. The mourning process is the first stage upon when it comes to the healing. It's the first stage in the healing. And death is to life as life is to death. And we must know that those loved ones that are around us has ne have never died. They just switched to another frequency. Your ancestors are always there. It's the reason why those who raise themselves in consciousness can contact their ancestors. You've had a dream and a loved one came to you in a dream and it is concealed. And that vision of the night tells you everything. Your consciousness is something that still aligns you with that loved one. When you have, go to a medium. A medium does nothing that anyone cannot do. A medium is great because they're able to truly tap into that consciousness, to tap into that loved one or that frequency. Everyone can do it, but everyone does, don't focus their mind or focus their ability and their emotions and everything to do this. That's how the mystic is able to connect with an ancestor or connect a person or call on an ancestor for help. And this is because they believe in it. They align their feelings with it and their emotion and they don't let the outside world tell them different. They also know that their ancestors never died. The journey just continues. So when your consciousness leaves you in this world, you continue on to the realm of the ancestors and that is what you become. Remember this. You continue on to the realm of the ancestors and this is what you become. And now those who connect with you in a higher state of consciousness can connect with this ancestor. But they have to know the frequency. And many can't do it because they're drowned out by the outside world and all that is going on. The pain of losing a loved one is real. Because pain and emotions are real. It's because you think about how what's going to happen and how you're going to miss them and all that. And everything comes in together and it rolls down and it gets to you. And so it becomes real. I have said, yea, are gods and all of you are children of the Most High. But yea, will die like men and fall like one of the princes. Psalms 82, 6 to 7. As we all know that we are the gods of our world and we create. But... Even though we're creators and we're gods, we must eventually rise in consciousness from this realm the same way how we rose in consciousness from when we were in the realm of being in your mother's womb. And now you are alive and you're no longer there and you're alive to this world and you're conscious of being a man, conscious of being a woman, conscious of being a man or a woman that is a doctor or a lawyer or conscious of being a man or the woman that is a uh, work in a parking lot or something that you're conscious of being all the time this adds to the creative power of who you are and it makes you I am so now you go through life conscious of this and you are someone that is aware that death is there and look at how life comes back to us the laws of duality comes into full play and also the laws of polarity you come in this world sad and in pain and crying and looking to a world what's going on and your loved ones around you are happy and enjoy and peaceful and smiling that you're here and when you go out in this world your physical body is in calm and peace and everyone around you are now the ones crying and sad and feeling pain. These all add to the laws of God. The infinite intelligence 
that makes the universe. When you are aware and you look at it and you see it, you see that death doesn't exist. It's just a transition. It's the reason why when someone dies, their organs are still good. They could still help someone else who is still alive in this realm, but yet they're not alive. It's because their consciousness has transitioned and has left this realm, but they have continued on. But their physical body, what they leave behind, is able to help save the life of another human being. So you are constantly contributing to humanity and constantly contributing to the infinite intelligence that makes up the universe. Life and death is also in the tongue, but the physical life and death that happens to every human being and every animal, creature, bug, living thing, trees, it's a process that keeps the renewal of the society and of the world and of the universe going on. So when you start to be sad and you mourn and you're down and out, it's because your human side is coming into effect. And that's perfectly normal. The mourning process is a part of the healing process. And although sometimes some wounds are so deep when it comes to a death of a loved one, it might be so painful, you will never be the same, but you will be able to learn from it and continue on. And you must learn from it because it is the way that you continue this journey. This journey in consciousness is never over. Some of us just transition before time and some of us transition um, later and we always say, God, why me? God, why did this happen? Why? You must look at the life that this person lived and look at the greatness that they accomplished and not be selfish. Our selfish ways do come into play and we always think it should have never happened. Why this person? Because you're thinking about how much you missed them. But sometimes their conscious journey, their journey in consciousness comes before us or before an age that we think is too young or whatever it may be. Remember when it says my ways are not your ways, my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, my ways are past finding out. These are the ways of the Lord, and the Lord is that infinite intelligence, your imagination, the power. All of this connects us to the universe, and through this same feeling, emotions, and aligning it with the subconscious, that's the same way you can manifest your ancestors because they have never died. If we go to the book of uh, the Maccabees and we see this, and this is also this is a book that's not included in the Bible. You could find this in a lot of the uh, a lot of other sacred texts that is out there. But we see that as he entered into the palace of his ancestors, so it was that his forces had taken Antiochus and Lysias to bring them unto him. First Maccabees seven two. You see, this is powerful right here when you understand it. As he entered into the palace of his ancestors, those who know their ancestors are always around them and always there, ready to aid and abet them and help them along their journey, are the ones who connect with their I am and know that I am an individual who will be able to contact my ancestors when in need. See, I am, you're also know, aware of your God being and you being God and you being God. You can connect to those who you know that will help you. That is the palace of your ancestors within because that emotion and that feeling, when connected, it brings them to life and you might get visions from them. You might become clairaudient or clairvoyant or you might even have a dream or something or smell a scent that they wore or something that reminds you of them 
will come to life. So it was taken that his forces had taken Antioch and Lysias to bring them unto him. Antioch means God manifest and Lysias means destroyer. Everything that we do, whether we call on our ancestors and they grant you a favor, you are God manifesting that. And whatever God manifests, it comes to life. So you can manifest your ancestors in many ways, even something that reminds you of them. In many ways, they will come to life because, as it says, my ways are past finding out. And Lysias means destroyer, meaning man could destroy who he is and become one with the infinite intelligence and one with his spiritual being or destroy the fact that he believes that they exist and just believe in the carnal world and what he sees and think death means an end and it's over and there's nothing more and let's just have a funeral and that's it. Let's just remember this person not knowing that their journey continues on. Maccabees means hammer. And constantly man is always hammering thoughts and hammering feelings and hammering beliefs that get nailed into his conscious being. And that's who he or she becomes. Your ancestors are always there. You are your ancestors. You're connected by DNA. But there's also a way to connect with them on a higher plane. And remember that you hold the power because you are always controlling this game. Brothers and sisters, I thank you so much for joining me for this installment of You Are God. It was a quick snippet. Please go on over to mindworthyinfo.com and subscribe. Now, let's go into the silence. End of episode.